And just like that, it is Thursday already, and the weekend is right around the corner. Getting ready for Supercross Racing this weekend from Denver, Colorado. And I can't wait. Eli Tomac got a home race coming out of Denver. Got an 18-point lead and has already said, hey, uh, I just got to manage this. This is what it is. I'm not going to go out there and, like, kill myself. Uh, I just got to keep this 18-point lead. Basically, all I got to do is beat Chase, and I'm fine. And, you know, ride on. Get a third Supercross championship. It's going to be interesting. Uh, In the news, you'll hear in the Moto Minutes today, uh, last weekend's track in Nashville actually did take out another rider that we didn't know at the time. That was Jason Anderson. We talked about that really hard wipeout he had where he landed on the plywood, which had no dirt on it at all. It's like basically he landed on concrete is what happened after a gnarly crash. Ended up uh, breaking two vertebrae his neck, so he's done, they say, for the Supercross season, but he'll be back. It's crazy as it sounds, broken vertebrae in your neck, it's not going to sideline him for that long. He will be back. But boy, how is Saki done? And then we got the bad news. Uh, Also today in Moto Minutes, you will hear TLD Gas Gas is done for the Supercross season. We know Barsha broke his collarbone. Michael Mosman's been out most of the season and is not expected to return. And now Pierce Brown, uh, broken hand, had to have surgery, done for the Supercross season. So they have no riders on the track. And the 450s for Rockstar Energy Husqvarna, nobody on the track. It's Man, this, this season's really wreaked havoc on the riders. I mean, it's part of the sport. It's rough and tumble. And these guys get the hell beat out of them and end up having surgeries here, surgeries there, broken this, broken that, but man, a couple teams to be completely out of the game, not even have bikes on the track is kind of crazy. Let's get into what we're going to talk about in Moto World. Speaking of guys uh, on the upswing, guys that have had a really good year, and that's Chase Sexton. I mean, Chase Sexton should be your Supercross champion this year, hands down, he made some mistakes early that cost him dearly, and the old wise dog Eli Tomac capitalized on those, and so did Cooper Webb. Now Coop's out, Chase is riding lights out, seems like he's got it dialed in, and he's second place in the points, and we'll talk to him coming up in moments. And then we'll get into, I got a whole bunch of other stories. I got a good one from Australia. There's another one that's like, oh, F no. F no, F no, F no. As much as I really... It is the one place on this planet that I have not been that I really, really want to go to. There's two places. I want to go to Israel, and I want to go to Australia. And those are the two places I really want to go that I have not been. And and I don't know. I I think I'll take my chances with all the crazy terror attacks and insanity that go on in Israel that I will go into Australia and getting eaten by wildlife. Got another example of that today. I got a terror attack in Moscow, they say. Uh, let's see. I got a way to steal where it's not really stealing and you won't get in trouble, at least according to the Supreme Court of Ohio. And then I have crazy child labor uh, stuff going on. You got like, you always hear sweatshops and child labor over in Asia and then they're making all your shoes and your shirts. Yeah, this is in Kentucky, by the way. And at a blue-chip American company. We'll get into this. It's surprising. Very surprising. 
And then I have, uh, oh, good news on the, the mass murderer in Texas, but I'm going to rant on that story. He has been apprehended. Plus, if you missed the Kenny Roxon interview from yesterday, that will pop up right here smack dab in the middle of the show. So we've got Chase Sexton, we've got Ken Roxon, and we've got a whole bunch of stupid. Sounds like a stretch show to me. Strap up the old helmet, tighten up the chin strap. It's time to plow forward into a wall like we always do. Get ready for Chase coming up in moments. It's the Big 49. Big 49, it is stretching right now. We are sitting down with the HRC Honda rider, Chase Sexton, who is the first dude to ever bro down with the Big 49, so we appreciate the hell out of you, Chase. It is really good to see you up on the podium again tonight on the top step, getting your fifth ever career 450 Supercross win. Congratulations on that. How great does that feel to, to get another win and to be, you know, get, just getting so much momentum at the end of the year here? Yeah, um... Five wins is uh, not a lot compared to these two uh, next to me. So I uh, just got to, like I said, try and win these last few races and I guess just keep trying to rack up wins. All right, and you move up to number two in the points today with the victory, and there's no way anyone can catch you. Uh, Does that change anything? I mean, you got Eli 18 points out. Is your, you know, uh, I guess, uh, strategy on this season going to change at all? Are you going to go into a management mode and just, you know, protect what you got and make sure you finish second overall? Or are you going to keep pushing for the wins? Uh, What's going on? with you and your vibe for the rest of this season yeah i mean my mindset stays the same like you i said a lot of things can happen obviously he's got a big points gap yeah and now that um cooper didn't race and i moved me up in a second so uh still just want to go out there and put my best foot forward and try and win these last few races is the goal and um yeah we'll see what happens my riding has been good and i'm pretty stoked on how i'm riding these rubber tracks towards the end of the year i've been it's been a struggle, I guess, the middle part of the season, just with making mistakes, and I feel like I've been just riding a lot better, I guess, yeah. towards the later half of the motos. So I'm um, just stoked on that, and uh, yeah, keep my, like I said, put my best foot forward, and um, just try and win these last few races. All right, and speaking of the rougher tracks and seeing so many of you know the top level riders go down today and have uh, massive injuries. Does that get in your head at all? Does that make you like want to back it down, slow it down a little bit, and kind of you know take a breather, especially where the points are now? You know, looking at it. No, I'd actually say it's the opposite. I kind of I wasn't yeah. don't want to ride out of my head by any means, but if I have uh, an opportunity to go out there and have a win in front of me, or I feel like I can win, that's what I'm gonna do. So um, with Eli, I knew. The track, with how sketchy it was, he wasn't. I didn't feel like he was going to push over where he knew he. If I was going to push him, he wasn't going to really fight back. So, okay. I just wanted to go out there and I started kind of just clicking off my laps and, it, like I said, I had a really good flow. And I didn't feel sketchy at all, so I okay. was able to kind of push and be comfortable with a gnarly track. And yeah. um, so for me, I think it's the opposite. I'm okay. pretty offensive on the mentality side right now, and okay. it's. Uh, I'm in the. That's the kind of the position I am in. I'm not in his where he has 18 points to play with so i kind of have to go out there and just give it all i have absolutely uh and let's talk about this track tonight gnarly track like i said a lot of guys went down a lot of injuries tonight people you don't normally see go down going down it's part of the sport but at the same time what was your experience on this track tonight because it was pretty gnarly yeah it's uh i think it's been kind of the same scenario the last two weekends last week was (laughs) hard packed obviously it rained but um it was pretty dry but also had really soft pockets as well 
And today was started out pretty. I guess it was a little wet in practice, just from yeah. watering and obviously the rain got the last couple of days. But it got dry, and then you have those soft pockets, and then the dragon's back just got really chewed. And the last whoop was like a wall, so you really had to have good speed going off of it, and you couldn't really uh, back it off any. So. As far as the whoops, the whoops have been really small the last two weeks, but I think they've been almost sketchier being smaller like that. They get these little like inverted cups on the very tops, and it's it's a little bit a little bit sketchy. I had a good line in the main event, just kind of skimming and then tripling out, yeah, which saved me. But uh, all day, I was not super comfortable in those. All right, and uh, let's talk about comfort. You're getting more and more comfortable. It seems like every week on the Supercross track. But it is outdoor season upon us. We got two more races, and then we will be racing outdoors. Where last year you were lights out, amazing. Talk about comfort. Uh, are you excited about outdoor season coming up? And, and you know, what's your thoughts on, on your, I guess, abilities on a Supercross track as opposed to an outdoor track now? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely excited. I had a good outdoor series last year. Yeah, and the confidence is just higher now but as far as supercross i'm definitely getting more and more confident and um like i said just it's been a learning curve but slowly but surely we're getting better and getting where we need to be so um as far as outdoors i didn't i rode it two weeks ago and (laughs) i felt like a fish out of water and then on tuesday i had a really good day of doing two motos and uh got my confidence back it didn't didn't take too long but it uh it was fun riding outdoors. Like I said, in yeah. Florida, it's sandy, and you come back to the, to the house, and you're just covered in sand. So it's uh, it's fun, and looking forward to a uh, good summer. Yeah, and how much uh, outdoor riding are you doing now, all in all? Are you guys training still? Because, you know, you're, you're not dead in the points championship at this point. You still got to go out there and try to win these last two rounds. We know that. But, but how much are you, I guess, splitting your time between uh, outdoors and Supercross right now? Yeah, I've, I've actually been riding outdoors one day a week okay. um, for the last couple of weeks. So, yeah, not fully shifting my mindset for outdoors, but yeah. definitely starting to prepare. And um, as of right now, I'm on the same setup as I was last year, so it's okay. it's pretty smooth transition. So, it's been fun though, switching up riding outdoors. I think it helps your supercross riding a little bit, just okay. mixing it up in corners. Corner speed comes back a little bit, and speeds are up. So, yeah, it's. Uh, I think it actually helped a little bit for this race too. Being on outdoors, you have to kind of pick lines, and the tracks are more torn up. So, yeah, for a track like this, it's obviously torn up and it's supercross. So you got to be on your toes. And I think riding outdoors has kind of freed my brain up a little bit and allowed me to kind of ride those rougher tracks a little better. All right, well, get out there and keep riding those rough tracks because you're having some damn good results here as we wrap up this Supercross season. And I can't wait to see you bring the battle to the outdoors in a couple weeks. But this one's not over yet, so best of luck to you in the final two rounds. We appreciate your time. As always, Chase Sexton, I am Stretch. This is the Big 49, your home of Moto Rock Extreme. Big, big, big. The Big 49. Moto. Minute. Brought to you by LBZ. How about the tale of two manufacturers this Supercross season? Honda now has 13 factory 250 wins this season, tying the record set by Kawasaki. And if they have one more, they will break that record. I predict they will have two more before this season is over. And speaking of Kawasaki, they have yet to get a bike on the podium at all in the 250 or 450 class this year. And if that goes through the next two rounds, it will be the first time that has ever happened. I am Stretch. Another Moto Minute brought to you by LBZ is coming up one hour from now. Big 49, it is a stretch show. And right now, I'm going to do something that we had initially sworn we were never going to do, and that is politicize the 49. 
But at the same time, we love moto here, and we love the freedoms that we've had in California, and we like living here. We don't want to have to flee the state like so many people have done because it's being effed up, and we're going to fight, fight, fight to do whatever we can do and team with whoever we need to team with to get rid of this gas crap where they're going to ban gas-burning motorcycles. We got to stop that. We got to take back the lands that we ride upon. We pay taxes on this, a hell of a lot of taxes, and we don't get what we pay for if we are, you know, you're a dude that works hard all freaking week and you want to go out on the weekend and ride your dirt bike. You want to go rip around in the desert. That's all being taken away from you. Oh, no, you can have an e-bike. Yeah, then I can ride for 30 minutes. And then what am I going to do? Drive my car back into the city and recharge it? Yeah, no, 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 no. F you. I want a gas bike. I want to burn a gas bike. And I want to ride on these lands that I pay to ride on every day with my hard-working blue-collar ass. So, uh, we're going to start talking about these things. And this uh, doesn't have anything to do with moto. I have not found a politician that gives an F about us yet. But here's something that is going on. Did you know there are seven new tax hikes coming our way that the California uh, Democrats are trying to push through? One is a mileage tax. They're already uh, imposing six cents per mile tax costing an average of $900 per car per year. They're looking for a health care tax, which they propose to double California state taxes to fund government-run health care. How's that working out for you? You know what used to happen before uh, abomination care? I used to have affordable health coverage. Now I pay through the roof. In fact, I had to go to my real job and redo my... They dumped the health insurance company in the middle of the year. They got so many complaints about them, and I had to switch to another one, and it now cost me an extra $140 a month, which I don't know about you, I don't have right now with inflation and these idiots running everything. Uh, the exit tax, the one where they want to tax people that move out of California, got to stop that. Now they also want to come after your savings account. They want a new tax on your personal saving and investments. They want to raise that up. Utility taxes, how's this sound when we get brownouts up the wazoo and they want everybody to drive an electric motorcycle, an electric car, and have an electric house and get rid of all gas burning anything. So how do you pay for that? Oh, I know. We jack up utility taxes. Uh, they want to hire utility rates if you earn too much. So if you're rich, or in their eyes rich, and if you live in California, trust me, you qualify as rich because you have to be. So they have that, and then local tax hikes, any local sales or property tax hike adopted uh, after January 22nd is another thing they want to get rid of. And, and here's what's great. This is one bill, and it's called... Uh, they want to block the seven big tax hikes in California, and it's one organization, Reform California, and they, they are the dudes. So they want people to help them join and uh, uh, listen to their briefing, and, and they have a whole deal, but but I want to get that message out there. Reform California, they have a Zoom call coming up, and they want to attack these seven tax hikes that are coming in 2024 in California. And they would have funded it by screwing you and me. And we can't do that anymore. We can't do that anymore. Just absolutely, we can't do this anymore. The solution to everything isn't spend more money and just keep taxing people. I can't pay anymore. I just, like I said, got another 140 a month. I didn't get a raise. I don't have any extra income. 
My income's going way less, uh, uh, you know, further than it did just a year ago because of inflation, because of gas prices, because of all the extra taxes, because of the healthcare expenses, because we're giving free healthcare to people who don't want to work that are losers. Get an effing job. There's millions and millions of people that refuse to work because there's so many free handouts out there from these idiots that are taxing the F out of us that work. There's no incentive to work. So check that out, if you will. Let me get into a quick story before I go off on another tangent. I will I will avoid politics the rest of the show, I promise you that. But I thought it was something you need to know about. I'm definitely... Oh, man, definitely at my wits in. But Moscow yesterday announced a terror attack. They say there was an attempt to assassinate President Vladimir Dushin. I wonder if he's related to Gavin Dushin. I bet he is because they're both pinko communist prick bastards. Uh, the Kremlin said a terror attack happened when the Russian military and security forces were able to disable drones that were coming in to strike the Kremlin in an attempt to assassinate Vladimir Putin. And they say it's the Ukraine and they are considering this a terrorist attack and there will be consequences. Oh, wait a minute. So your neighbors that were peaceful that you came in and stole half their country a few years back, a number of years back, actually, Crimea, and then you decided last year you're going to go in there and take the rest of it and you started killing civilians in the streets? Like that's a terror attack when they fight back? Suck a dick. That's called... Hey, all's fair in love and war, and you started a war, and now you're getting the ass end of it. Pooty poot. Pooty poot poot. Yeah, that's what happens when you attack a, a neighboring country. They fight back, and they don't stop fighting back. And then when you kill a bunch of civilians, those people will hate you for generations to come, and they will do anything to kill you. So enjoy your life in the Kremlin, where you apparently aren't safe if they're getting drones in there to blow it up and kill you. It's not a terrorist attack. It's called uh, retaliation and an act of war that you started. Yeah. Pretty soon, I bet Putin could run for governor of California or president of the United States and probably win. Because that's the direction we're headed. Do you feel you have no say in government? Because I do. All right. I'm stopping politics now. I'm going to go back to one of my favorite uh, rants, and that is, what the F with Australia's... Oh my God, this crazy, crazy story coming up next. Dude went fishing with his friends. I think about this all the time when, when Kyle gets all bent and they say, Kyle, we're going to take you fishing. They try to calm him down so he doesn't like freak out and start throwing things in the studio. Yeah, well, this is going to happen. Mo Moto Man's going to take you, Kyle, and this is going to happen to you. I'm going to tell you what happened. This guy went fishing. Don't go fishing, at least not in Australia's. It's the Big 49. Big, big, the big 49 moto minute brought to you by lbz All right, it is officially a wrap on the tld gas gas teams supercross season michael mosman went down a while ago in concussion protocol that announced he would not return to supercross instead prepare for outdoors then last weekend justin barsha goes down on the dragon's back breaks his collarbone, and he is done for the Supercross season. And now we hear that last Friday, while preparing for the outdoor season himself, Pierce Brown 
also done for the season after he broke his hand. He had to have surgery on it while he was getting the surgery done. He decided to also deal with a torn meniscus he was dealing with. So he is done for the Supercross season as well. And that is the end of the hopes of anything for the TLD Gas Gas team this 2023 Supercross season. Get well soon, gentlemen. We will see you in the outdoors. I am Stretch. Another Moto Minute brought to you by LBZ is coming up one hour from now. Big 49 is a stretch, yo. Oh, man, time to sing the Crocodile Rock as we head down to Australia's. This isn't even funny. Shouldn't be playing Crocodile Rock. This is horrible. We got guy who went fishing with his friends. What could go wrong? Well, if you go fishing with my friends, a lot could go wrong because my friends are a bunch of idiots. His name is Kevin Darmati. They were down on the Kennedy River. Uh... Uh, Lakefield at National Park area. They were in a remote part of northern Queensland on Saturday, and they were running around fishing. The 65-year-old uh, Darmati from the town of Laura was standing on the edge fishing. His buddies were in another part. They were all, you know, having a good time when they said they heard uh, like a scream and a, and a loud splashing. And they ran around, and the only thing they could find of Mr. Darmati was his flip-flops. They say it looked like the water had been maybe stirred up a little bit. This gets even better. They looked all over for him and they couldn't find any of them. They went and called the authorities and authorities searched and checked like did he fall in the river and drown? That, that would be your first thought. But we're in Australia's, so you know that's not the case. Yeah, and Stretch is playing Crocodile Rock, so put the map together here. Authorities finally decided, hey, there's two huge crocodiles over there. Let's go shoot those efforts and see what's happening. And guess what they found inside of not one, but two crocodiles. Oh, yeah. Our dude. That's right, Mr. Dermati. He was inside two different alligators. It's like they drug him in the water and then they did Lady and the Tramp on his ass. They both ate him. How effed up is that? Oh, yeah, it's Australia. Don't go fishing in Australia. Effing crocodile come up and snatch you off the freaking side. Alligators are much smaller. Crocodiles are more like dinosaurs than alligators. They're like giant alligators. Yeah. They say Mr. Dermati was last seen at Kennedy Bend, a campsite there in the National Park. The two crocodiles that were shot dead a uh, little upstream after he vanished. And then, ah, uh, yeah, we did a little test. And, well, we found him in there. That's where he was. They say one of the guys that came running with him was just like, he's gone, he's gone, I can't find him. His shoes are there and he's gone. He got eaten. Got eaten by crocodiles. F in Australia, man, you are a hard place. I don't know if I want to go to Australia's now. I'll go there and get killed by something super vag like, oh, stretch, touch the poison. Uh, what you call it, Leif? And it killed him. Everybody knows you don't touch the poison fucking blah, 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 Leif. Hey, yeah, it'll kill you. Dumbass American, that's what they'll say, and I'll be dead. Stretch doesn't want to go there. Get killed. I ain't got no... Everything kills you in Australia. What the hell, Australians? I mean, we got something to kill you in America, but not like that. What ain't kill you in America is the damn government. Democrats, that's what'll kill you in America. Lord, I said I wasn't going to do politics anymore. I, I lied. I'm, I'm a big liar and a hypocrite, you'll, you'll find, the more you listen to this show. 
Oh, Elton John, Crocodile Rock. That's not even funny. That's not even funny at all. All right, coming up next, let's talk about how you can steal in Ohio. It's, it's not really stealing. No, it's not stealing. You can steal in Ohio and it's not stealing, and a guy that got sentenced to 12 years for stealing got that sentence thrown out in the Ohio Supreme Court. Yeah, he, well, he didn't really steal that. He just took it. It's totally different. Serious, this is real. Thank God California is not the only state in the union that's effed in the A. Get into this one next. It's the Big 49. Big, big, big. big. The Big 49. Moto. Minute. Brought to you by LBZ. Thursday is never too early to start talking about Supercross racing this weekend. Here's the deal. It's coming out of Denver, and at least it's a little bit more of a normal time for us here on the West Coast with just a one-hour time difference between here and the Mile High City. Here's what we got, a gate drop at 6 p.m. Pacific time. It'll be available on the Peacock if you want to watch it there. The pre-show will start right here on the Big 49 with Moto Man Jason from HYR and Bookie Kyle. No stretch in the house this week, which means good news. Somebody else gets to actually talk, so it's going to be fun. Check it out right here on the Big 49, all your wall-to-wall Supercross coverage starting at 4 p.m. Pacific time. I'm Stretch. Another Moto Minute brought to you by LBZ is coming up one hour from now. Big 49, it is Stretch Show here on a big old Thursday. Getting ready for Supercross this weekend. I will not be here, but the crew will be here. Moto Man will hold down the fort. Moto Man, Jason from HYR, Bookie Kyle, all here on Saturday to bring you Supercross from Denver. Coverage will start at 4 p.m. Pacific time. I think I'm sitting in my picks. Rest of this season is a bummer. My dude Cooper Webb is out with injury. My dude Justin Barsha's out with injury. Jason Anderson's out with injury. Man, a lot of dudes down as we get to the final two rounds. Eli's got an 18-point lead. Chase Sexton's getting momentum. If you missed the Chase Sexton interview earlier this morning, it'll pop up in the final hour of the Stretch Show, 11 a.m. Pacific time. And if you miss anything on the Stretch Show, you can always catch it anywhere. Podcast or surf. Just type in Stretch Show, Big 49, anything like that. You will find it anywhere, Podcast or surf. If you Google Stretch Show Podcast, you will find it. And you can rock out without the music. Oh, man. I got a story now that's sad but true. From the Sad But True Files. This one happened in Ohio back in 2020. Guy named Timothy Huff. He was at his house. He was out doing yard work. What do you do when you do yard work? Especially you're in Ohio. It's a wonderful place. You pop open the garage door. You get out your lawnmower, your hedgers, all your stuff. And this guy's standing in his yard doing lawn, you know, doing work on the lawn. When a guy named Donald Bertram pulls up, he watches the guy pull up, get out of his car. Donald smiles at him, hey, and walks right into the guy's garage. And he walks over there like, what the hell are you doing? And the guy just picks up a $900 leaf blower, walks back to his truck, and drives away. He says, hey, what are you doing? That's my leaf blower. Put it down. And the guy just keeps rolling out with the leaf blower. Well, the the homeowner, Mr. Huff, had his cell phone on him, so he was able to grab it and take some pictures. And that's how they caught him. And then Mr. Bertram, the criminal, was sentenced to 12 years in prison for burglary. 
while his lawyers have managed to argue it all the way to the Ohio Supreme Court where that conviction was thrown out. Thrown out of court yesterday. And they say, no, he did not commit burglary because he did it in plain view and the garage door was open. So he didn't force anything. He wasn't stealth or deceptive. He just walked in, took it and left. And the court agreed with that. It's not theft because he didn't. Instead, they changed the conviction and threw out the 12-year prison sentence to um, trespassing. He did trespass on his property. Oh, yeah, and he also stole a $900 leaf blower, you MFers. Do these things grow on trees? No, hardworking people got to pay for this crap, and you guys keep screwing us and making crime. Like, this is why people don't want to work. This is why we're paying more for freaking healthcare. This is why we're paying more and more, because people would rather steal and know there's no repercussions for their actions than actually get an effing job and work. I got three effing jobs. I grind myself to effing death. And I know a lot of you do too. I'm preaching to the choir when I tell you this. You live in California, you got to do what you got to do. And then you got an mf like this that can just walk up in front of you, smile at you, and steal your effing leaf blower you paid 900 bucks for? Oh, yeah, sorry. It wasn't stealing because he did it right in front of your face. He just took it. He did trespass on your property to take it, but it's not stealing. He didn't trick you or do anything or force you to give it to him. He just took it and walked away. Oh, that's still that's called epping stealing. It was mine. It wasn't his. Trust me, they would have called it murder if he'd have shot him. And I'd have been okay with that. Some guy comes to my house stealing something. He's probably going to eat some lead. Or get an ass full of German Shepherd or both. Or maybe I shoot him and then let my dogs eat him. Dude, what the hell is going on, man? This is all sad but true. This is in Ohio. And you would think Ohio would not be such an asinine California-like state, but apparently they are. There are idiots everywhere in America, and they all sit on freaking courts. They're judges, and they're politicians, and they are destroying every state and city in this country, and the country as a whole, man. We gotta fix this, we gotta fix this, we gotta fix this, man. Wow. This is crazy. All right, coming up next, I'm going to tell you about a horrible, dark third world country where they just busted a bunch of 10-year-olds working. You're thinking it's a factory, right? They were making Nike shoes. That's what you're thinking, right? No, you're totally wrong. This was Kentucky. And these 10-year-olds were working at a place you are not going to believe. I'll tell you about this one right after we talk to my friend Kenny Roxon. Coming up on the Big O 49. Big, 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 the big 49 moto minute brought to you by lbz wow the hits just keep coming for that pro circuit kawasaki team last week we all saw jason anderson wipe out hard onto the side of the track where there was no dirt and he landed on plywood which is basically concrete at that point he did get back on the bike and managed to race in the main event but he said he didn't feel right while doing so he also didn't feel right while practicing this week so they took him in for a CT scan, and he has a non-displaced fracture on the C5-C6 vertebrae in his neck, which is very, very scary. He says, however, he's lucky that the fracture is not going to end his season entirely, and he'll be back to race soon, but probably not again this Supercross season. I am Stretch, another Moto Minute brought to you by LBZ is coming up one hour from now. Big 49. Think you're a hustler? Think you're a grinder? Think you're out there hustling, trying to make a living? Respect to the game, my man.
That's what I say to you. Right now, let's take a trip to Louisville, Kentucky, where some 10-year-olds were doing some hustling. News release found that investigators from the Departments of Wage and Hour Division found two 10-year-olds working a job at freaking McDonald's. 10 years old, working at McDonald's. Say three Kentucky McDonald's franchise operators violated federal labor laws. They are three separate franchisees in the 62 McDonald's locations in Kentucky, Indiana, Maryland, and Ohio. This company called uh, Bauer Food, Archways, Richwood, and Bell Restaurant Group. So they are all LLCs. They all own just different franchises of McDonald's. They employed 305 children to work more than the legally permitted hours, according to the investigation. They say too often employers fail to follow the child labor laws that protect young workers. You, you shouldn't have a 10-year-old working, period. Yeah, they say under no circumstances should there ever be a 10-year-old child working in a fast food kitchen around hot grills, ovens, and deep fryers. That's what they found. Hey, who's the little dude back there smoking uh, Marlboros? Ah, uh, that's Joe. He's the baddest-ass third grader you ever met. Yeah, they found the one place Bauer Food operates 10 McDonald's locations in Louisville employed 24 minors under the age of 16 to work more hours than legally permitted. They also had two 10-year-old children who were working as late as 2 a.m. unpaid. How's this happen? Unpaid. You had two kids working unpaid that were under that were 10 years old. Yeah. The Archway Place, Archway Richwood. They allowed 242 minors between the ages of 14 to 15 to work beyond the allowable hours. And then the Bell Restaurant Group, a Louisville-based operator for four restaurants, allowed 39 workers ages 14 to 15 to work outside of and for more hours than the law permits. They say we are seeing an increase in federal child labor violations here in America, including allowing minors to operate equipment or handle types of work that endangers them or employs them for more hours or later hours in the day than federal law allows. A 10-year-old in the kitchen of a McDonald's slinging french fries. That is not good. The uh, Department of Labor did not disclose these specific McDonald's locations, only that they were operated by those three separate franchisees that have multiple stores in that area of America. There you go. Here we are looking down. I'm like, oh, yeah, they, I know where you were. Oh, we had 10-year-olds working. They're sewing Nikes in a sweatshop. No, they weren't. They were slinging French fries at Mickey D's for you fat bastards. That's a crazy story. And we like to think that doesn't happen here, and we love to judge the rest of the world, and it's happening here. And by the way, as expensive as everything is, I'll bet those kids' parents are like, man, you better get a job. You're 10 years old. What do you think? You think PlayStations grow on trees? You better get a job, you little MFR. And the kid's like, all right. I'll go slang french fries. All right, pops. I'll go slang fries at McDonald's. I'll get a job. I'll work at 2 a.m. running the fryer. It is freaking crazy, man. It's a crazy world. We live. This shouldn't happen. Ten-year-olds shouldn't have to have jobs. Kids under 18 shouldn't have to have jobs. A grown-ass, old-ass, fat man shouldn't have to have three jobs. Things aren't right. It's a BS world we live in. I am stretch. And that's what I say. It's the big 49. The man urge. Entertainment report. Well, here's some 
good news if you're a young teenage girl in Japan. Lawmakers are introducing a bill that will make upskirting and taking sexually exploitive images of videos of other people without their consent illegal. So there you go. You're not going to be able to do upskirt videos on the subways in Japan anymore, you little perverts. That should have probably been illegal a long time ago. Jackson Mahomes, the little brother of Kansas City Chief Superstar Patrick Mahomes, has been arrested for aggravated sexual battery. It was something that went down at a restaurant in Kansas City in February. He's already posted bail and is out of jail. We'll see what happens when he goes to court. Looks like employees of the distributors of Bud Light are all going to get a free case of beer. It's kind of their way of saying, hey, sorry for this whole scandal. This probably affected you guys a whole bunch, but here's a free case of beer for each of you, all of you. Case of beer, go home. You get a beer, you get a beer, you get a beer. The Man Entertainment with Stretch. Big 49, you know, nothing about parliament, mothership connection, getting our funk on. Uh, funky funk time. I just felt like playing a little funk. Makes me feel good. All right, let me back that down a little bit. Let me get to my story for that ass. I got a couple stories left. Coming up in the next hour, we will rerun that interview with Mr. Chase Sexton, friend of the 49. See what's up with Chase. Got another win last weekend in Nashville. Gnarly, gnarly track, and Chase held it down like a champ. Gotta admit, Eli Tomac pulled to the side and let him pass. No, no harm, no foul, because Eli's like, yeah, I got this now. Coop's down, I'm cruising. It's easy street to championship number three from here on out. And Chase drove by and gave him the finger and said, F you, old man. I'm going to push you to the final race. Watch me. Looks like what he's going to do. So here we go. Right now, let's uh, talk about that crazy case that happened this week in Texas when a guy was shooting his gun at his house. You know, what should you do in Texas? Pow, 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 pow. And the neighbors came over. This guy's name is Mr. Orapisa. He's 38 years old. He's a Mexican national. Oh, yeah, did I mention he's an illegal alien that's been deported five times? Okay, well, let's skip over that. And the next-door neighbors who are from Honduras, they came over and they said, Hey, man, our baby's trying to sleep. Can you stop shooting your gun? He goes, Oh, you want me to stop shooting my gun? And then he went over to the house and shot all of them and killed them, including children. And there were women inside that house that were shot covering children. They found alive children under the dead bodies of mothers that were protecting their babies. And this guy killed a whole lot of people, and then he vanished off the face of the earth. They offered an $80,000 reward for information leading to his arrest, and everyone assumed that he immediately just bounced back to Mexico. It's like, oh, you guys are trying to deport me five times. I'll just go ahead and go back now, now that I slayed a whole bunch of people here. But instead, as they look for him everywhere, and they have cameras and stuff at the border, they should be able to see if you're going across. Not that you would cross at a border point, because for the most part, people just walk across. Oh, yeah, because they never finished that wall. That yeah, was the devil. That racist wall keeps out all those good, hardworking people that are coming over here to do crime and bad things and get free handouts from our government. But I'm beside myself. I'm ranting again. I'm going super political. Someone stop me. Moto Man, pull the plug. Well, they found him hiding in a house after a tip from the public in the Houston area of Texas. 
several miles from his own home, right where the shooting happened on Friday. And when they went inside, they found the murdering coward who has shot all these people point-blank execution style. Uh, they found him cowering under a sink with a bunch of laundry piled on top of him trying to hide like a little bitch. They say uh, they don't know yet who owns the home that he was arrested in. They say they think it is a relative of his. And everyone else in the area can now rest easily because the psychopath that shot the neighbors for asking him to stop shooting his gun because their baby was sleeping, little overreaction, has been apprehended. Man. Yeah, he killed a 28-year-old, a 21-year-old, a 31-year-old, an 18-year-old, and other people were injured. Oh, yeah, and a 9-year-old he also killed. This guy's a piece of crap. So I'm glad they caught that guy. I'm glad that that is wrapped up. You can't fix it, but it's at least there's going to be some justice served. He didn't just get back to Mexico and evade authorities forever. All right, coming up, let's talk to Chase Sexton again. That'll be fun. We'll get Chase Sexton, then we'll wrap it up and go home. Final hour of the stretch show on deck here at the Big 49. Big 49, it is a stretch show here on a big old Thursday, getting ready for the Friday show tomorrow. Tomorrow, Moto Man and Kyle will be back 3 o'clock, getting down. The Moto Show. And then Saturday is the Moto Show, not to be confused with the Moto Man, but it will be hosted by the Moto Man this Saturday because Stretch will not be there. Shout out to the homies for holding down the fort. Love those dudes. Moto Man will be here along with Jason from HYR and Bookie Kyle. And they will give you all of the pre-race extravaganza starting at 4 o'clock. Racing starts at 6 o'clock in Denver. You could watch it on the Peacock. Oh, man. I had a story I, I just forgot to get to all week. And it's nothing spectacular, but every time I, I see it on my pile of untold stories, I'm like, damn, I got to talk about that. Because I rode a street bike for a long time. Had a, a Harley once upon a time, and then I moved into the Crotch Rocket. Had an FZ1 Yamaha. Loved that bike. My wife did not. But my wife does not love the 49, or really me either. But anyway, I digress. Let's get to Phoenix. We got a couple. They're rolling down the highway, just cruising, when they got plowed by a deer. And, and, and man, I thought about that. There's deer around the area that I live in. And anytime I rode at night, like I don't know how many times the deers run out in front of my car over here on the west side up in the hills, Santa Monica Mountains. And I'm like, dude, like I could not imagine getting hit by a deer. They didn't die. But what's crazy is this happened in Phoenix. I never saw a deer the whole time I lived in Phoenix. I'd believe it more if you got hit by a wild boar or a burrow or something like that. But a deer, I never saw one when I lived there. Uh, they were out near New River Road. They got plowed by the deer. Both people went to the hospital, a man and a woman. They're just cruising out, just having a good time. Got taken out by an effing deer. That's crazy. I'm going to get out of here now. I don't ride a motorcycle anymore. They're very dangerous, and I'm very old. I, I would need training wheels if I had to ride a motorcycle now. I'm old. I told you, I'm old. With age comes cage. I need a F-150 Raptor or something. Yeah, I'm getting up out. I will talk to you Fulios tomorrow morning for the Friday edition of The Stretch Show. Until then, I say this. God bless you all, my friends. And God bless the United States of America. We have to save it and get it back on the path of right. 
please help us do that. Let's save our motorcycles, our dirt bikes, our gas-burning lawnmowers and everything else. This is America. Suck it. See you tomorrow.